Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and my co-host joining me, uh, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. Sup, y'all? This is the P-R-I-M-E. We are back here. Another podcast for you guys today. A lot to talk about as it was just, just, a, just a, a whole week of just, just junk that came out in the wrestling world and stuff like that. My main man, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookies over there in Cali right now enjoying his little vacation. And it'll be pretty soon that uh, my co-host will be going over there as well. So next week's episode, most likely you're probably just going to hear me going solo or probably, uh, probably me and Late, late Sketch will go and do the wrestling podcast. And Prime, you'll be returning, what, in two weeks? Yep, 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 two weeks. Yep. So are you going, you going on vacation or are you, you, you going to... Uh, do some promotional work. A bit of both, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Yeah. Well, that's loud. You gotta let me know how it is out there in Cali, because I know their restrictions are a little bit, you know, locked down to Florida's is. Because you see, if that was the case, we would have had WrestleMania in Cali this year. I don't think their their arena was ready to be used. I think that's why. Okay. I got you. I said, well, you know, like I said, things are ho- hopeful, hopeful to, to to change, especially after the success of WrestleMania and how Vince is now so high because every every major news place, well, not major news place, but a lot of people talk about the history that WWE made by having two African American women in the main event of WrestleMania. And I'm like, please, you know, Vince all that first, no, but uh, <laughs> that is. I hate that, but we'll get into we'll, we'll talk about it later, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, before we get all into all, all that stuff, y'all, we got to make sure uh, we, we pay the bills out here. Make sure you guys check out com, the production company we are a part of, that helps give your podcast needs for all over the city of Philly. And you guys can make sure you guys check out their content on their Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, uh, Lulu and Pop Plus One, both sides in the Market Dark Show. You guys can check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. The No Gimmicks Need a Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Rest in Peace of DMX, and Drunk Dogs, Sober Tongues, along with Balls Lounge Podcast. Shout out to LaMarcus Arvich, who's retiring after 15 seasons. So, you know, because you don't play with that irregular heartbreak. That's saying they have to Chris Bosch, I think. And, like, when you're a big guy, you don't want to be like Hank Gathers and die on the court. Which Dang, is, I thought Chris Bosch was about to. 
It was a while. Chris Paul's looking like he was about to die on the court. It, it's, I was about to say, I was like, yo, please stop playing. <clears throat> please stop playing. But I was like, but, I mean, but they're now healthy and stuff now. But, you know, like, but, but all, all that wear and tear on the body, yeah, no, man. You gotta go out there and be a dad and live your life. Also, you guys should check out my main man, Prime Nostalgia Podcast, every single Friday. Who was it this past Friday? Did you guys do an episode this past Friday? Uh, this past Friday, we did Shrek. We talked about Shrek. Uh, Shrek is having a uh, 20th anniversary. So, cool. Hey, I'm curious. Are y'all going to be talking about Mortal Kombat at all this week? I doubt it. Yeah, he does. Because, <laughs> you know, the new Mortal Kombat movie comes out. So, you know, I'm doing me some retro Mortal Kombat reviews. I have never seen Mortal Kombat. You ever. never see any of the movies? I, no, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. I did. <laughs> I seen two. I seen two of them. And that's all that is. And, it, and my God, the second one was t- beyond terrible. Well, I mean, the first one wasn't so good either, but, you know, all right. The first one was tolerable, opposed to the second one. This is just like Power Rangers movies. Not good, but it's like, okay. Speaking of which, <laughs> I know you saw uh, the new edition of the new Power Rangers game, right? I did not. You didn't see who the new DLC is going to be? Mm-mm. Ryu and Chun-Li. Oh. The Ryu. Okay. Ryu, who's the... <laughs> wow, you drew. Ryu, who's the, the, the Crimson Hawk Ranger, and uh, Chun-Li, who's the Blue Phoenix Ranger. Ryu, as in like, like Ryu from Street Fighter. Other, yes, yes. Uh, all right, that sounds like a Jason David Frank production, but okay. No, uh, well, no. First of all, he he's a Power Ranger in Legacy Wars, so just just like the Ninja Turtles are. So, oh, Oh, hey. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Sure, why not? But anyway, y'all came here for the wrestling. Anyway, so uh, make sure you check out Prime Soccer Podcast and check out also uh, Prime Conversations. And make sure you guys also check out uh, us on all the podcasts apps Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that great stuff. You can guys listen to our snippets on YouTube Premium. Make sure you stay tuned for uh, the. The No Gimmicks Needed Rewind, which we are going to uh, put up old clips from uh, our previous podcast. Because, you know, we, we had them all up. But, you know, a lot of them have been taken down since we, since we restarted. So I, I, we're going to reimagine those things and put them up. Especially, I'm going to put up all our Dark Side of the Ring episode reviews. Especially since Dark Side of the Ring is coming back May 6th for, for Season 3. And you mm-hmm. guys can expect us to review every single episode here on uh and actually that that's probably gonna be the week you come back though right uh may probably yeah 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 may 6th oh oh well then that'd be great so when prior comes back we get to we get to uh review the first episode don't know what the first episode is going to be but we, we have fun it's, reviewing. i think it's brian filming it's, it's like a two-hour episode oh that's right because it's gonna it's, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like how ben wild was right mm-hmm. yeah so so when when Pride comes back, y'all, we we, we know where we're gonna be at because we had fun reviewing the other episodes before. I, what was the ones? Because we definitely had fun with the New Jack one, the Cocaine Cowboy, yeah, the Cocaine with the UWF, Cocaine. Yeah, that that was a good one. Uh, we definitely had a good laugh with the Brawl for All. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, and like I said, they, it, it Crispin White on Hart kind of just like, whew, that 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 was exhausting. It took you out of there for that one. Uh, no, I think one of my, one of one of my favorite lines was, "I resent your tone." Oh, you. What? I resent your tone. Oh just yeah, I remember somebody. that. What are you talking about? I oh. resent your tone. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so. All, all that great stuff, guys. And uh, check out the, the realnerdcoalition.com as we're still repairing that website. But you guys can still get your NC merch, your NC Studios merch, your Level Up merch. Still, I hope y'all got your vaccine. I got my first shot. Probably you get your shot yet? Not quite. Not yet. <laughs> you like, it was halfway in there. I love No, uh, and, and when the day that product does come back or we're set up for that show, that's when I'm going to get my second shot. So, uh, I'm about to be fully vaccinated, Lord willing. So hopefully, you know, we keep that, you know, that uh, that energy going. But also, put your mask on to get the Nerd Coalition Studios mask out there. Make sure you check out my main man Q Flow and all his music as he keeps evolving. The War Drum is still up there. You guys can play while you get you get Q Flow's music. But yes, a lot of other music comes out. He's going to be doing more concerts. So make sure you guys go check all that great stuff out. Uh, so let's uh. Get on to the stuff we got here. We were just talking about how... I mean, this ain't a major topic, but I do want to hear what Prime got to say about it, though, because everywhere, they got CNN, and they got these other news stations, and a lot of places that don't really watch wrestling. Uh, talk about the history that WWE has made to the point where Vince McMahon is even looking at the priority of Sasha and Bianca Belair over Roman Reigns, as some reports have said on certain wrestling... Uh, uh, new sites because of the history that WWE made, and I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. If y'all believe that that was their intent from the jump, it wasn't. I'm just, I, I'm look, I, I, gotta, I gotta be real with you. That wasn't their because I'm just saying right now, Bobby and Drew they kind of they kind of botched that, and and they wanted Drew to have the first entrance. That's all that really was. To be real with you. What were you going to say to it prior time when we were talking about it a little, a little earlier? Oh, no, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I don't like how they try to make it seem like pat themselves on the back or anything. I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, I agree with you. I know what I, I'm saying. Like, even when they announced these are the first two black women, I'm like, none of that matters to me. I don't care that they're women. I don't care that they're black. They are in Italy. That was the best match to go on as the main event of the show, period. Understandable. Roman, Edge, and Bryant got more of the, I'm like the Edge and all that got a, more of a, the money thing. But yeah. as far as wrestling, they had the, arguably the best match at all, all both nights. Not yeah. just because they're black or they're women. It's like they add all these things to, to make it sound like they're making history. But why not just do it just because? Just, just because they're the best ones, not just because of uh, things that y'all put in the phone. Yeah. No, I mean, I completely understand what you're saying. And ho- however, now, now, don't get me wrong, uh, people out there, I am very happy that, you know, history was made. I'm not saying WWE, I'm not going to say WWE oh, made well, history. No, no I'm saying, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm happy, but I'm saying like, that, just like that one time where they had, um, who did they have in the main event one time? They was like, this is the first time women are main event. I'm like, that was that's WrestleMania 35 when I see that. No, that, no, no, no. It was a regular pay per view. 
Okay, so the first time the woman main evented on a pay per view, remember that? She that was Charlotte. Charlotte and Sasha. Yeah, Charlotte and Sasha in the Hell in the Cell. Yeah. You mean to tell me out of all the matches that they, that, like, I'm just saying, it, it should have been happening. And not, it shouldn't just be a once in a lifetime making history thing. It should, it should literally be as often as, like, as big as the occasion is. You yeah. mean to tell me all the Becky Lynch main matches where she was the man and she never had a main event? You, you, exactly. No, see, WWE likes to pat themselves because this is this is what's happening. They like to pat themselves on the back for an accomplishment that they wasn't even looking for in the first place. And like I said, all this stuff that we watch in wrestling, it should be natural. Like in other words, we're in 2021 and we're saying black women just now main event a pay per view or WrestleMania, where there were a lot of times where they've had either the the best match, the better match, the better story, whatever the case may be, you know. And I, like I said, I, I understand that, but I and and for them, you know, to to, to kind of like take all the credit and saying yes, we did this because no other company has done this, or no other company has, you know, which is complete bullshit. Because like I said, this wasn't even their attention from Jump Street. If and like I said, I honestly. If they wanted Drew to have that reaction, whatever the case may be, or or they didn't fear that no everybody's going to cheer for Bobby, you think Sasha and Bianca would have went on last? It should have went on last. We talked about this before the podcast. But, you know, they have arterial, arterial motives. So I don't look at this as, as a, a WWE thing that they, that they did, that I pat them on the back for. But I do look at, at this as a, a historical moment for Sasha and Bianca. And what they need to do is keep the feud going. Let them feud it out. Don't 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 let this be a one a one time thing because these women can. So you work. don't want them to you don't want them to leave away from each other, then come back at SummerSlam. I, I, I want I want them to, to to rival all the way up to SummerSlam to the point where because Sasha is going to get a heat back. I don't. I want that, but I don't want them to. You know how they do? They have no fight in every every SmackDown until SummerSlam, and oh, no, in no. disqualification every single time. You know how they did AJ and. Uh, Shinsuke. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we we're not trying to do that. No, but I'm saying, look, if, if you feel like uh, we got we got backlash in May, so oh, excuse me, excuse me, WrestleMania backlash. Oh, uh, all right, there we, we go. got we got WrestleMania backlash in May. You 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 can feed Bianca any opponent; she can win that. Have Sasha come back at WrestleMania backlash and talk about. You know, saying she not the EST. I'm still the be. I'm still the best. I'm the blueprint. Whatever the case may be. Come money in the bank in June. Have Sasha win that money in the bank, and then that way you keep the rivalry going because she can always hold over Bianca's head. Like you better watch your back because I am Miss Money in the Bank, and I I can come for your title when I want to. So then I, it's like what I would do is after Bianca has every single match. I, it it would be like little nuances that I would do. Like she'd be walking in the back, and then there'd be like cases that fall over, or there'd be kind of things like Sasha would get somebody to jump Bianca, and she'll come tease it, but she really doesn't do it. That way, you can keep the rivalry going without them having a match. And mm-hmm. then at some, and then at SummerSlam, which is uh, when they try to have um, a crowd again, that uh, what, what they can do is like, hey. I'll cash it in at SummerSlam, and then they have another match uh, at SummerSlam, and then you could probably say either Sasha can cheat or Bianca can win, 
Then you can do them at Hell in a Cell. Bianca Bianca wins the rivalry. She goes on to face Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series for Raw vs SmackDown. That's how I look at it. And then you okay. keep that belt on Bianca. You build somebody else. You build somebody else back up, and to build up another good WrestleMania match for her next year, and then she can drop the title then. So you want to have it all the way for a year? Yeah, why not? I don't think that she's gonna have it for a year. She, well, you know, she probably will. But I, I think that because right now, the, the 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 two women that are leading the division right now, and Rhea Ripley and Sasha Banks, I mean, in a uh, Bianca Belair, that that needs to be the Survivor Series match. When you do Raw versus SmackDown, or no, nah, I, I mean I agree with you. I think they should have it for a long time. But knowing how WWE is, they they when you when they put somebody at the top that you want, they don't cooperate <laughs> at, at all. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like uh-huh. when it's somebody you want. That's when they start to put like Tamina in the title picture and stuff, rather than like somebody you want. Exactly. It's all. It always happened like that. It do. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I'm just, but in, in, in the way I would book it is that that would be a smart way you can keep Sasha and Bianca away so they won't have a match every single week or throw them in useless tag team matches or, or, or whatever the case. I mean, you can, it's okay to have a, a tag team match like Bianca and another face go up against Sasha and Bailey. And, you know, it's like the best friends kind of you do a small you know, reunite type thing maybe. Well, whatever, whatever the case may be, but... Bailey should probably be her next challenger to, and then Bailey could put her over to make her look like a real credible thing. Sure, they did that though. But but now the championships on the line though. No, I, I guess you're right. So yeah, now now since Bianca got the championship, you get, it's kind of like Dominic Dajakovic and Keith Lee already kind of did this already. But when Keith Lee had both championships and he wanted to shot at it, it made the match feel different. Keith Lee just it Dominic put him over. So that's you know mm-hmm. Bailey can really put it over now because it's for the championship. We know how Bailey is when she wins championships. So, but uh, yeah, that's a small down to bring up because the big story th- this week is. T- we had Black, what was it Black Wednesday last year when WWE released twenty people from the ho- uh, during COVID, and they blamed it on COVID. Well, now they released ten names, and one that just has me up in arms. I'm so I don't know how you necessarily feel about it, but I'm gonna read off the ten names that they let go. And th- these are ten. Na- uh, we got Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green. Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Riley, and Wesley Blake. Those were the ten names that were to be released. And and, and look, I, they always do at the WrestleMania cuts, and a lot of these people they weren't using at all. Like Mo, I don't shed no tear for Mojo Riley. Mojo Riley should have been. Mojo Riley would have been cut last year. If Gronk wasn't going to stay there, and then when Gronk after after he just made the cut, and then Gronk said he going to leave, it was like, well, you you know what's coming. We we predicted that. And we thought it was going to happen immediately. <laughs> exactly, but one of the more puzzling things to me, like I figured we go down the list talk about them one by one. The most puzzling thing to me is Samoa Joe. Yeah, and it it bothers me about Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe ha- ha- has not been seen in a match since. February of 2020, when he was in an eight-man, it was him, 
I forgot uh forgot who else and the Viking Raiders against Seth Rollins, somebody else in AOP. And that aspect went oh and Kevin Owens was on his team, that's right. That's when they had that whole Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins had the whole family thing that they was going up against type thing. And, and Joe took the pin. And Samoa Joe been on commentary since then because he had two back to back concussions. And one of the concussions when when AOP put him to the table was more serious than, than than the first one, but it was so recent. So they put him on the announce table, which he ended up being pretty good on the announce table. Mm-hmm. He was t- I, could, I swear I couldn't I couldn't I can't be standing by this accident. And um, Tafos is okay, but this new oh, guy that got demoted. <laughs> he, 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 it's a fun, it's funny. He gets demoted right, but they get this. It was Alvin Vink guy out here, and he is just terrible. I don't like him at all. They put him on just because he was a. I think he's a. Uh, he's a comment. He used to commentate for NBA games or NFL games, so they want to. They put him on that just to say, "Look, we have we have real a sports a real sports guy to commentate." I I thought they put him on there because it was like, "Hey, look, diversity." No, they just put him on there because he was from ESPN, and they want to say, "Look, we got an ESPN person." When they had a good ESPN person, but they let them go. But hey, we're not gonna talk about Charlie Char- or Renee Young. Well, actually, Renee Young wanted to leave anyway. No, but Re- Re- Renee Young wasn't like heavily like featured on ESPN. She was just like a like there. Like Charlie is on like two or three shows a day. Yeah, you're right. Before before she got cut, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I I don't I don't I never I was like I don't understand because I like because even. The way he sold Drew McIntyre's Claymore kick to win the the, uh, fa- the triple threat match last week, I was like, he didn't even called the Claymore kick. <clears throat> he said Drew broke up the count and he pins Randy Orton. I was like, this this guy is not. I mean, you got to give him some time to get uh, acclimated. I, I understand that, but as of right now, no, I, I'm not feeling him. But still, so Samoa Joe has been seen at time. He was at WrestleMania with a poncho on, uh, with during the rain delay to call WrestleMania. And I thought he did fine. And I was like, okay, so after WrestleMania, I'm hoping Joe is ready to get back into the ring. And then they go off and they cut him. That don't make no sense to me at all. I'm like, look, Joe, Joe is a valuable asset to your company. Mm-hmm. No matter, first of all, no matter where Samoa Joe is at, he's always going to be a valuable asset to the company. And for them to, to let him go, because see, this reminds me of like, look, you're too injury prone. We're not going to be responsible. And... That's basically what it is. I'm like, are you serious? The raw roster sucks right now. It's not even that though. It's like, <laughs> I, all right, I'm not trying to bury any of these guys, so I hope they don't take it personally. But they, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, you mean to tell me, out of all the people they got training, Samoa Joe can't be a trainer? You got Matt Bloom, Scotty Two Hottie, and Norman Smiley. But Samoa Joe can't be a trainer or a promo guy, a promo teacher. Definitely a promo teacher. You mean to me he can't do anything. He he just can't do anything. Like he can't help with commentary. He can't help. But do you? I would just say a lot of people. I would say I like Samoa Joe. This guy is a legend. This guy has been freaking a legend since oh five oh six. As he can't do anything for you. He can't help you at all. I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. He's a he's a huge asset for them, and I'm not just talking about in ring talent. I mean, because you could have had a good program with Samoa Joe coming back. You really could, because yeah, yeah. he wanted to wrestle, 
And you could have a good program with Samoa Joe coming back, and you could have he's been out the ring for long enough, and you could have built up a, a decent story. You could have brought him on Raw. You could have actually made him a legit contender for Bobby Lashley's championship. Bobby Lashley and Joe have history. If anybody used to watch Impact. You know, Bobby Lashley and Samoa Joe have had history going back to 2009. Yeah. So, uh, those guys, you could have really built something up, and you could have, it would have gave Bobby another body other than seeing Drew. Because no no disrespect to Drew. I'm tired of seeing Drew and Bobby right Mm -hmm. now. And and, seeing Drew in general. All right. And then, it's like this do I, I I damn sure don't want to see Drew and Orton. No more. I don't want to see Drew and Orton no more. And then you got Strowman at the top, which nobody really believes because Strowman's too busy <laughs> looking stupid. And that the whole rivalry with Shaman Man was a waste, and it made him just still look stupid. No, I, and those, those are your top main event guys right there. Who else do you have on Raw that's a top main event guy? You already destroyed the hurt well, business. They're not building anybody, so. And, they, and, and they're not building up anybody, exactly. AJ Styles is a tag team now. Yeah, but even aside from AJ, I can definitely see, like, uh, anybody from that, from any, honestly, anybody from that job will lock room. They can build. Ricochet, yes. they can build a, you can tell me they can't do nothing with Ricochet. Ali, they can't do nothing with Ali. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they, I don't know what they're doing, but, all uh, right. Yeah, and so now Tony Khan will be a fool if he don't scoop up Samoa Joe ASAP. Honestly, so I know we're gonna talk about the rest of these people, but yeah, usually almost everyone that's of these people be like, oh, they're going to AEW. I'll only see about three to maybe four names out of these people that will potentially go to AEW, but two for sure I can see it. The, the other ones might be iffy, but I see two names for sure. And if they don't go to well, AEW, then I don't know. Okay, well, I see, me personally, I see um, two AEWs, four impacts. Four impacts? Ooh. I see four impacts. <laughs> four impacts, that's too many. Yeah, yeah, I see one Ring of Honor and one New Japan. Whew. Uh, you got two high hopes. <laughs> yeah, I got to, look. For, I, I know this Samoa Joe for everything he's done in the wrestling business, going back to Impact Wrestling, or or going back to or going back to Ring of Honor, is a slap in the face. He deserves a bigger crowd than that. AEW is is the, the best way he can go and get the big crowd. He does. He deserves that. He truly deserves that. I mean, and I'm like. Impact ain't got no crowd. And I know that it, it, they're partnering up with AEW, but he needs to be in AEW. And I think him with with the AEW talent that they have over there will be will be phenomenal. Uh like, like Impact, I'm like, no, nah, bro. He you, you you graduated past Impact. You don't even need that no more. Back when you was in Impact Wrestling, they had a thousand people in the, in, in in a day di- uh for your for for the Impact show daily. Okay, you, 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 and then when you had the pay per view, you averaged about three to five thousand people. You, you you barely touching the hundreds in Impact now, or Ring of Honor. So I definitely would would, would see him trying to go AEW. Tony Khan would pick him up. By the way, everybody that's been released have, has a has a ninety day clause. 
Oh yeah. So you can't. So we gotta wait tonight to see what happens to them. I still don't July understand 15th. that, but I, I still don't understand how they can do that if they independent contractors. But sure. Exactly. Sure. Why not? Because there's no rules in Vincent Man's house. Then we go to the Iconics. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. They both been released because why? They weren't doing anything with the Iconics. And oh, and guess why? Because you broke them up. You should. Yeah. This. Experience- you know, the the stupid part to me is that they gave Billy Kay a win at Mania. Like she got a pinfall win. Or Naomi of all people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they uh. Mm-hmm. She and, and then and then she gets the pinfall also also. But I'm like, but, but y'all gave her a WrestleMania match. Y'all had nothing for Peyton Royce to do because y'all look. There was no point in bringing him up. Peyton Royce is the better wrestler. Billy Kay's the better talker. Okay, that's just, that's how that's how it is when it comes to the charisma. And when you put them together, they make a better they make a good unit. You could still push Peyton Royce as a single star and have Billy Kay do all the talking, and you could have made something out of that. But y'all, y'all just broke them up, and then on top of y'all, y'all stuck Peyton Royce with with, with Lacey Evans, who is now going out to have a baby. <laughs> and now it's like you, y'all women's division is de- depleted, and now you said you, you ask yourself like, well, what what what, what the hell are they going to do? It's not fair to them. It's not fair to them at all. And 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 see, they I see the Iconics going to Impact. I don't. I see him going to AEW if maybe because I just see them being a team in AEW. You know, because I, I I said I, I was thinking like they could be a team in AEW, but then also Impact got those women's tag team championships, and I you I, are right, and I think that with them having and with, especially with them doing the crossover with AEW. AW's women's division is not good. Okay, it's getting it's getting better. More, more women are coming back, and they're showcasing more women. But it's still just not there at that peak yet. And it's so hard for you know for women to get like right now. I don't even know who's at the top to face Sheeta for the championship. Who's what's the well, ranking? I mean, for- they put you know how they have world title matches for no reason, and she's supposed to be fighting Conti. Uh, this week, exactly. I'm just like, okay, because you know, we even try to push the bunny right now, and I'm like, okay, look, the women's division not that good. Impact, on the other hand, who is known for having a historic knockouts division, and they they are good at their division over there. They have a women's tag team champion uh, championships, and um, what's the names? Fire and Hogan, Tasha Seals. What's the tag team name? Uh, Fire, fight. Flavor and fire, a yeah. fire and flavor, yeah, and fire and flavor, whatever it is over there, yeah. So that th- that will fit the uh, the iconics to go over there via tag team and to get some more women's tag teams over there. That's why I think they was going to go to Impact. I only say AEW because of her husband's connection. She probably want to be with her husband. That's why. But is Zach Ryder still over at AEW? No. So yeah, it's okay. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll probably do good, good but he, he he's doing a, a toy figure podcast with Kurt Hawkins right now anyway. Yeah, he, he he's on Impact, though. Okay, what's like that? They're, they're having a pay-per-view match. Okay, well, well, well like I said, I, that's why I see them, I see them going to Impact. 
you know. I, that, I mean, yeah, you're right. They probably will go to Impact just because of the women's tag team championships. But I was just the only reason I say AEW is because of uh, her wanting to be with Sean Spears. That was that was my only reason. Oh yeah, Sean Spears. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Zach Ryder's not uh, Sean Spears. My bad. Um, Mickey James. So my girl Mickey James is out. Uh, Mickey James is on the, on the older side. She's more of the veteran. I don't really see her going anywhere. She could be a great coach. Like if AEW was to go get her to te- like help the women's division out and teach you know the women some things over there, I can see that definitely happening. But me personally, <laughs> I, I think Mickey James may get the Drake Maverick treatment. Of them signing her back, like them signing her back as a coach or something, because she she's the veteran. It's really no place for us to go. And I, no, and, uh, we can keep going. I, I'm just saying. So it, it's a. I, I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying, but it's a possibility that they could try to bring her back because like I said they weren't using her, which is a criminal, and she could still go. She could still go go in the ring and, and do stuff like that. But I, I think her career is coming to a point now where like she Mickey James not going to be no, a woman's champion right now. That's, okay. a, that's, a, that's how she's there for. She's there for her putting the younger talent over and. AEW really can use that. I mean, I uh, don't think she will be going back to WWE. I actually got her. I got her going to. Um, I have her going to AEW just because of what you just said. Like she can help, and also it's like she can probably teach classes to them on selling and working the camera, working live TV because a lot of them. Still have trouble working live TV, uh-huh. uh, and then she can also be the name that can uh, put other people over. Like, I can see her heavily putting over Britt Baker in a feud, and then Britt Baker can go to the championship. You know, like I yeah. can see Mickey James mm. heavily, um, heavily working with the division to help them out, as well as being being a wrestler. But with AEW, you don't have to be that active because of you know the limited schedule. You know traveling all these weeks you only got one day of tv so exactly yeah i can see mickey being a good if not a wrestler putting people over a good coach of of the women's division mm-hmm. but i can't see her doing that in wwe because obviously she would have been doing that yeah i mean i thought they gave up on her a long time ago but when they had the legends night and she was up there with the legends yeah i was like when yeah. she was active, but she was still active i was like <laughs> all right yeah, they gave up with Mickey James on that one. You're right. Chelsea Green, that's the one that's with Zach Ryder, right? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I like Chelsea Green. She never got a fair shake because she came in with the Robert Stone brand. She had some buzz about her, and but then they never really pushed her the Robert Stone brand, and they broke it all from her. And then See, she, that's, huh? that's even you know what's well, you know what's even worse. What she was there two years before she even was on TV. Exactly. So they wasted two years knowing that she was a. She wrestled at All In, and they see her at All In. They was like, okay, we signing her. So then they took her from All In and signed her like that day or that night, and then they didn't use her for two years. So she was on the bench for two years, and then when AEW when NXT moved to Wednesdays, she was on the debut episode, and they was like, all right, she's gonna she's gonna come soon. She never came, and then then they put her with Robert Stone. And then she told Robert Stone, after she got her first win ever, she said, you're fired. And then she wasn't on TV for like three months after that, or four months after that. And then, she wasn't then, injured. 
Then she debuts on SmackDown, then breaks a hand, and that's the end we see at Chelsea Green. Yeah. The, the woman so. never got a fair shake at all. And I, I, I feel better. So I definitely see her going back to AEW. I see her going, I see her just being a, a traveler. I don't see her signing mm-hmm. to one specific place. Uh-huh. I see her traveling because uh, I see her being Lord, not Chelsea Green, but her other character when she was crazy. Yeah. I can see her going to Impact and then going to uh, AEW and then going to NWA and then going to. You know places. what? I- Mickey James may go to NWA also because that's what Nick Aldis is at. She could, but I don't. I don't mm. think when you go to NWA, you don't really be a coach there. You just wrestle. Yeah, and that's kind of it. I don't see her just wrestling that being it because Melina does that. I can see. I, I think Mickey James is more of the coach, the coaching side. Okay. Personally, that's just me. Like I, I think there's way more to be coached in AEW than in NWA. Mm-hmm. And not saying that they don't care, but NWA is kind of like whatever. Like we, <clears> don't <throat> can't, we don't care about camera angles or how to work the camera. We just wrestle. They definitely wow. don't. <laughs> AEW, it's AEW. You have to work the camera. You got to work these angles, work the live crowd. So I think that would be more helpful for her to be in AEW. Yeah. Tucker smell, it spells impact all retire. over Tucker. You said what? You can just retire. Man, they broke up Heavy Machinery for no reason to put Otis in another tag team with Chad Gable, who don't need to be in no tag team. Chad Gable needs to be a regular single star by himself. They could have kept Heavy Machinery. They could have made them a big deal. They could have gave him the tag team champions. They could have done everything with Heavy Machinery. Now, Tucker comes out there with the with the shiny pants on on Friday for the Battle Royale. I'm just like, yeah, he is Impact Wrestling. And he already made a tweet. Uh, I, don't, I didn't read the tweet, but it was already alluding to the point that they ruined him by just making them him break up with Otis. That was stupid. Uh, I don't think he's going to... I don't think he signed with a major company. I'll be honest with you. Don't. We, we, we consider Impact a major company? Not a major company, but they have a TV deal. I don't see him signing nowhere that's on TV. Like, I see him signing, like... I see him just doing indie shows, like how Enzo cast it. Oh. At best. Because what? Because what is what is he gonna do? He's not like he he was never the one to show charisma like Otis did. He was never the one to have the the move set like Otis did. He was never the one to really do all all the talking like Otis did. So he was just kind of there. He's always the other one. So I don't. I think he's just gonna be doing indie days. Oh, these tag teams are gonna suck in two K. Uh, <laughs> Kalisto. You can just do what they do in WWE and make your own. So. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so Kalisto, two random people. Is I I see Kalisto going to AEW and being a new Rey Mysterio over there. Nah, the, Kalisto not. got the Kalisto got that that speed that being high their octane. new Rey Mysterio. Say what? You said being their new Rey Mysterio. I know Rey Mysterio has performed for AEW before, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying you said. You see him being their new Rey Mysterio as if they don't have Phoenix and Pac already. <laughs> I mean, Phoenix and, and uh, Sarah Pentagon. Yeah. I mean... Nah, I don't see it. That oh, one I don't see. So, so we, we go to Impact? Nah, I see him going to AAA or New Japan. New, New, okay, you know what? Because I actually actually had Wesley Blake going to New Japan. I got Wesley Blake just retired and said he did it. <laughs> 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 
Uh, okay, well, you know, Kalisto, I, you know, after, after you said that, tri- AAA will probably be the, the better option for him. Also, I say AAA or New Japan. The New Japan is kind of more his style, so I can see him going to one of them two. I got Wesley Lake, if not retiring, going to NWA. You said NWA? Yeah. Okay, you know, that's fine. What about Bo Dallas? I think Bo Dallas just going to retire. I've been hearing rumors of him going, not retire, retire, but of him, he's starting a farm or something with Liv Morgan, so I think Are they he's just going to do that. I think so. I don't know. I've been hearing rumors, but he has you, a farm. You know how the Rotunda brothers are, man. You know, that they with somebody, but then they got to go make fans with somebody else. <laughs> well, I know, <laughs> I know they have a uh, they have a farm, so he might just work in his farm or whatever. I can see it uh, popping up in the impact zone. Uh, I don't see him. I don't see him. If he does, I don't see him being like a regular. I see him just doing like one show and then... <laughs> Uh, like two months later, there he is again doing two weeks, and then he'll be gone for a while. Mm. Yeah, I don't see him being on there like often. Like, I feel him like I know you probably don't watch Impact now, but like Hernandez is on there, but he's not on there. Like he's on the show every now and then, but he's not a regular on the show. Big Poppy on in there? Who? Well, I mean, well, I, I, I'm not talking about the baseball player. I'll talk about, but. Hernandez. Did they used to call him Big Poppy? No, he was Supermax. Supermax, that's right. Supermax. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm surprised he ain't retired. He about, what, 50? Please don't tell me Homicide on there, too. Nah, the last time they were together, they was fighting uh, Proud and Powerful. Oh, okay. The new LAX. Yeah, Hernandez is just... Hernandez was there, but then he was... um, He was... Oh my God! What is the dude name? Brian Myers. He was Brian Myers, like security guard or something. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what they're doing over there. Like some of the people that got released last time, we was like, oh, they gonna do this and they gonna do that, and they kind of just didn't really do nothing. They still kind of not really doing much. Uh-huh. Uh But some of them have done stuff, and some of them like Eric Young. He's living. He's became like Impact World Champion all that, but he still had a quiet. He's still having a quiet like. Return. You wouldn't know it. Yeah, you wouldn't know it if you didn't didn't know Impact. Like you wouldn't know he's still even wrestling. Him and EC3. Yeah, EC3 has been very quiet. Even though he's been on Impact and he's been in Ring of Honor, he signed to Ring of Honor. It's been very quiet. I was like, Dad, I thought when ECD coming back, it was gonna be could be be kind of dope. But I was like, man. Edge will be quiet. Moose annihilated him, and that was the end. Yeah, he don't even look like EC3. He got the little goatee and the shaved head. I think that's why he he don't got the, the hair and the and the fresh face that he looked like EC3. He just looked like a guy impersonating EC3. <laughs> and then we got the last one, Mojo Riley. I see him going to commentate to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> If Gronk stays, because you know if Tom, well, if Tom Brady gonna say again, so Gronk gonna probably stay. Well, no, they they, they resign for a year, so he's gonna be there for a year at least. I, you know, I, I I definitely seen that, but once again, if he if he truly wants to wrestle again, he, he does that not say impact on Mojo Riley? I don't want him to say nothing. 
We don't, don't want. Don't, we don't. don't we don't want what, to say nothing. But uh, I don't know who even seen this dude and it was like, yeah, like let's let's spend our money and our time on it. I well, don't because know. you know he he used to play football. Remember, like, they said, look, nobody seen him. That doesn't him. always qualify. It don't. I mean, like your, height... character, your character is that you're Gronk's best friend. <laughs> Mojo Riley was talentable in um, NXT. Then he came to the main roster, did the hype bro shit. I didn't like that too much. And then uh, he started talking to a mirror, and that never went anywhere. Then he started having the shattered face, and that never went nowhere. Yeah, because they seen his in ring work, and it was like your in ring work does not qualify for us to be spending time making uh characters for you, probably. Yeah, I didn't think he was a great, you know. I mean, it, it was like he was Marcus Corvon, you know what I'm saying? And Marcus Corvon was solid, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. I'm not making fun of him. Oh, okay. I'm about to say Marcus Marcus Corvon was a football player who was actually pretty good. The man, yeah, because this. Because his finisher was, I'm going to run into you. Exactly. <laughs> the, pounce. He, the, the, the pounce. He was the originator of the pounce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man was, come on, man. You cannot compare Mojo Riley. Have you seen Have you seen Mojo Riley's hammer time? Uh, I don't even know what you call it. When he slam, when he do the little hammer thing? No. I, oh, he, oh. <laughs> that is the most stupidest looking move I've ever seen. <laughs> it's worse than Byron Saxon's finisher. Oh my god! Remember the bias? Oh my god! Yes, it's worse than that. Yeah, because bias. I was like, "Yo, bro, you like you can't even get damaged on that. Like my door can kick out of that finish move." What's the other guy's name? Percy Watson. Oh, oh, god. oh! You mean the original primetime players? <laughs> oh my god! The original uh, primetime players. Yeah, man, I, I see Mojo just hanging it up when it comes to wrestling. They just doing. Doing something else, he might get into real estate or something. <laughs> he just said, "You know what? Uh, these wrestling boots weren't made for me walking no much longer. So uh, he might as well go there, be a real estate, drive by, grok a new house. He come over there and party and you know, shit like that with all the all the other football players." Uh, someone that said he been in there nine years. Damn, it was been nine. Was, you got to think about it. Two thousand eleven, ish if he's been in nine years, I mean, 2012 must be he was in, he's in NXT. That's that's still that's still a long time. Yeah, he said nine years of fun, passion, and pure hype. Well, they, there you have it. There you uh, uh have it. I, I don't know. So as of right now, that's what it is. I I am still shot one. Alistair Black still got a job. That's disrespectful. They keep it. They not even using that man. They don't want to let him go be with his wife, and they just keeping him. Velveteen Dream still got a job. So does uh Jackson Riker. And Jackson, I when they said releases and more to come, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I swore up and down, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, and Jackson Riker was all getting the boot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's more people too, but. I mean, it's probably uh, more people also, but I really yeah. felt as though that they were going to get the boots. Well, they are getting boots for good re- for for not good reason, but you know, like it's it's a reason why they're getting the boot. While other people they just getting the boot because they're good wrestlers. Exactly. 
I mean, they're not. Here's the thing. I didn't want Alistair Black to be fired. But I'm saying, but after what happened with Selena Vega, and they're not yeah. using him. Now, I heard that they're, they're trying to rebuild him and bring him back out, but I'm like, but still. I don't think they're trying to do it. I think he's trying to do something on Twitter just to get some engagement. Yeah. Because it's like, how can you not use him and Buddy Murphy? Like, you can't find nothing to do with them. This it, is Murphy we talk about here. The best kept secret. Like, come on now. Like, did you not see him on these big shows that y'all made him do? Did you not see him fight Roman Reigns and have a good match and Daniel Bryan and all that? And you just said, nah, we good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that at all. SmackDown is still used to the same, like the same six people. If I was a wrestler, I I wouldn't hate Dominic, but I would kind of have a side eye. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, like, yeah. you mean me, they, they can't use all these other people, but yet Dominic is on there every single week. With a tag team with his daddy, because everybody yeah. know if Ray wasn't there, Dominic ain't there neither. <laughs> Dominic, I can see him being the NXT and working working at it, but like, you mean to me, we, we can get Dominic, but like Street Profits barely been on there, and uh, even even the tag champions barely been on there. Yeah, the Dirty Dogs are, are, ba- are barely even on there at all. And I'm like, all, all these people that, that you could be could come, could, could come on SmackDown, and you can use instead of using like the same six or seven people, all the time. Because right now I'm just like, y'all gonna need some new people for Apollo, especially winning the Intercontinental Championship. You're gonna mm-hmm. need new fresh people for for Bianca Belair. You're gonna need fresh new people for Roman. You're gonna need. Oh, fresh you know people. what? You know how we gonna solve that? How are we gonna start it? We'll shake things up again. Oh no! We go the, the wild card rule. That that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said I was like, "Are you serious right now, bro? You can just build people up." Which it looks like from the way SmackDown went, that they are building up Cesaro. Good, cause they ain't have nobody else had no debut or no return or nothing like that. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Probably the worst Raw and SmackDown at the Mania ever. I don't. <laughs> Yo, the one at the Raw was just hard to sit through. SmackDown wasn't bad. I still got to do a review on it, but SmackDown wasn't bad. But uh, actually, all the shows weren't that bad. I mean, I think AEW had the best one. They weren't that bad, but when you say Raw after Mania, you, you expecting a big match, big surprise, or a title change. We got nothing. He's like, no, we got fucking retribution. I, I swear to the Lord above that they better not put retribution in there in place of Cedric and Shelton. I actually don't care if they if they are themselves. I can't take that. Sh- that stuff looks if stupid. They're, if they are themselves, then yes. If they're still like Mason T Bar, then no. But they're like Dijakovic and uh, Dio uh, Man. Dio Madden. Oh, I said Brandon Wills. That's a real name. Yeah, Dio Madden and uh and uh Dijakovic, then I think that would be at least interesting, not just them as retribution. That'd be stupid. I mean if you want them like, if y'all want them to come in hurt business suits and join the hurt business and turn them into turn them into a tag team, which they actually have experience of being a tag team opposed to Shelton and Cedric. And I mean you know, fine. I'll be honest with you. I just I, I would really want to see Dijakovic in there. Then him and Lashley have problems and they have a match because you know 
I would I would be interested in seeing that match. I would I would let I would first of all, me personally, Dajakovic is a good baby face. Mm-hmm. He don't have to be this heel guy. He could be a good baby face, and then you could build him up to that. But then once again, because he the, me personally. You put Keith Lee in the Hurt Business, and then you have Dajakovic and him feud, and bring that feud back, and now Dajakovic is the babyface, and Keith Lee is the heel. You can have a good matchup uh, like that also, which brings me to my next thing. Keith Lee put out, he has finally broke his silence uh, about his absence from TV. Like I say, that you have... Um, you have told me that, you know, you've heard some things about, you know, uh, him being sick. There's been rumors about Vince not liking his body weight. There's been rumors that he's been injured. There's been rumors that he's had a lot of things to do with COVID, whatever the case may be. He put out a tweet saying, I miss you guys as well as all the others that expressed this sentiment. Whether in DMs, tweets, or comments, I miss you all, but do not but do not fret. I will fight like no other to return. And when I do, we got a lot of ground to cover. Purple Heart. I don't know how to really read emoji, so I don't know what Purple Heart. Just regular, I don't know what Purple Heart means. Just a Purple Heart. Say what? It's just a Purple Heart. Just a Purple Heart. Gotcha. And hashtag Legion. Um, like I said, I don't truly know what's going on with Keith Lee. And like I said, they, I don't know. He, he did something like that last week and week before too. Exactly. So I, I thought he was actually going to come out and say what's been, what's been truly going on. And at this at this point, it, it's probably it seems like it's a, probably a backstage issue at this point. Because him and me and Yim took a picture outside of uh, the, the WrestleMania sign in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And if y'all seen with Vince on stage. Mia Yim was out there as Mia Yim on the stage. Mm-hmm. Who was that? No, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. She was out there. They, as... just, they just moved her to SmackDown. I don't know if it's as Reckoning or as Mia Yim, but they, she's on SmackDown now. Oh, okay. So if it's if it's Mia Yim, I can see Mia Yim and Bianca or Mia Yim and you know somebody on SmackDown. Well, well, well you know Mia Yim is extremely close with Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, so if it's, if it's, if she's actually me and Young, that could be good for SmackDown. If she's reckoning, then... Uh, she could be on Raw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we're going to kill this whole uh, retribution shit. Uh, but it's like, I, I'm really, I, I am really concerned about Keith Lee. And like, as of right now, if, if he's able to go out and take pictures with me at, at 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 Tampa, even though it is Florida, and he don't had he don't had a mask on, and he he looks to be healthy. Yeah, it's probably a bad stage thing, then. Yeah, because like I said, I, I gotta go back and go by the picture, but I would say if somebody is really suffering from COVID or having uh, problems breathing or ha- just having uh, lasting issues with COVID, you're either in the hospital, or you don't want to bring that, or you're still lingering from it. You don't want to bring that around your your fellow coworkers. So now, since he was there backstage and stuff like that, I'm really thinking that it's Vince don't have nothing for him, which is stupid, or it it could be a it could be a weight issue, or he feels that he can't get his day back. I I really also think that that power bomb on the table, the, his back caught that corner, really fucked him up. No, I don't think it's. I honestly think it's just a Vince thing, like. 
because uh, one of the tweets, I don't know if he deleted or not. It just it, he, the way he was talking, it's like this is not my control. They've not been putting me on TV. It's like that's the way he was talking, as if like somebody in the back don't like me, pretty much. Yeah, that was the reason why uh Billy Billy K got fired. Cause why because why they like Billy of, K. Uh, no, uh, well, Kevin Dunn didn't like Billy Kay. He didn't understand Billy Kay, so he said she's fired. He fired her. He said he didn't get Billy Kay. So she was fired because of that, because of Kevin Dunn. That's, that's stupid, too. Cause I, said, I understood Billy Kay. I understood her role, but it's kind of hard to understand Billy Kay when she don't have her tag team partner with her. Or when you give her stupid things to do that don't make sense. Exactly. So I mean, you talk about trying you trying to understand somebody, but if you can't, you can't. How can you understand somebody if if you took away their their, their main focus of, of trying to understand them? So, uh, it, maybe they don't understand Keith Lee. But but first of all, remember what I said? Don't Vince put him in that singlet and that little Samoa Joe skirt looking thing when he first came? That makes him look fatter. Yeah, and stupid. And stupid. And when you look at him, because look, Keith Lee don't have the cut. Keith Lee don't have like you know the ass stuff like that. But Keith Lee is a big dude, and Keith Lee's a strong dude. But once again, Triple H used Keith Lee to, you know, basically his his abilities. Like when Keith Lee get mad, he has a sleeveless on. When he wrestled with with no shirt on, if that day, it's just like yo, he's a brick house. Mm-hmm. But y'all put that stupid little singlet on him, just like when uh, they did that with um, Killian Dane. And he looked so stupid. Mm-hmm. Of Vince trying to, but now he, look, he looks, looks like a badass. Or even when he had no shirt on, like Vince Triple H understands how to use the P because Keith Lee really didn't need no changing. He came in, and on top of that, he he had the whole facial hair thing. They cut his facial hair off. Like people look different. It's kind of this. You seen the verses, right? Mm-hmm. You said everybody was was falling over Ron Isley because he had the beard. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, even my mom, even my mom was just like, "Wait a minute, who was that?" I said, "That's just Ron Isley." He said, no. "See, I'm not gonna get into it, but I ain't gonna say no people are. I'm not calling people stupid, but uh, I mean, all, all of them died except like one. I don't understand who you thought that was. Yeah, I'm about to say like, I'm like, they all died except for him. Like, who did you think he was?" <laughs> I, I feel like everybody talking about so oh big dad I'm like y'all cause my, my mama in the, the comments she was like yo cause she said that guy didn't look good cause Ronald Ozzy ain't never look good a beard <laughs> could change a lot so when you shave this man's facial hair down when you, when you put some stupid looking well, now clothes, he, he I will say he he did have he did have different cuts in NXT too he had about three or four different beard styles and shapes and cut it off and then he had the the beard with the mustache and he cut it off and had a he, he so he, he changed his facial hair a lot in NXT as well he did but he still you know he still wrestled his normal his normal clothes yeah yeah I'm about to say he probably can't even move in that city because he, he can't can't breathe in it I don't know how you have this man fight Brock at the at the uh, Royal, Rumble. Royal Rumble and then have him have a breakout time in the Survivor Series and yet you can't do anything. He can't do anything for you. I don't know. And it, cause I'm saying him and Roman had a good exchange at Survivor Series. Like it, it, it was it, it was really dope. 
And then you had, of course, he's a double champion in NXT for, you know, North America. He never lost the North American Championship. And I, I, I just, it, 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 it's frustrating. I'm glad that he's come out and said something. In other words, he's still breathing. Okay, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad for that. But there, there's just some things I was like, that was just, stu- that was just dumb. But let's move on to what WrestleMania was after it went off the air. Because on the same night, on the same weekend that WWE had its biggest event of WrestleMania, we had also a Broken Skull Sessions with the with an AEW star in Chris Jericho. So I was like very intrigued uh by this and I was just like okay cool I, I, I can't wait to see I wonder what they're going to talk about I wonder how, how, how these things are going to work out especially with this guy being in AEW and I know Chris Jericho is probably not going to hold back for too much but I think they did I had a really nice conversation will they bring any more AEW guys on there absolutely not they're not going to interview Cody y'all can forget that right there would you say Pro? I doubt it highly doubt it so we're going to go into uh, just a quick review of the broken school session with Chris Jericho. Some of the, the uh, takeaways that you see in the interview and things like that. Uh, do you have any big big takeaways that you seen prior that he talked about? I'm just glad that they was they was able to be open on there. Say what? I'm just glad they was able to be open on on the episode, like not trying to sugarcoat anything. Like they just went right into the AEW thing and why he left and they openly talked about it. Not just, you know, like not just, well, how what you been up to? Well, you know, I just been, you know, chilling at my house for the past three years, you know. Yeah, you they know actually went into what he's doing and it went into detail about it. Tony Khan and all that that they use names. Yes. So I'm I'm glad. Like I'm glad when he, he talked about him leaving, which that when WrestleMania 33 came around and Jericho and Owens had uh, one of the biggest storylines going in there. And we felt as though that they were going to do Jericho versus uh, Kevin Owens for the championship at WrestleMania. That's what I thought he was going to do. Because remember, KO had the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. After- they could have been one of two ways for that one, too. They could have had... Jericho win the Rumble. I think I always still think Jericho should have won the Rumble that year. He but... he should have. Because first of all, who won the Rumble in 2017? Uh... <laughs> I, 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 that's, the, that's the Texas one? That's the, the one was, they, they were dubbed as the All-Star Royal Rumble. The Texas one? Uh, Orton. Yeah, why? Oh my God, that was dumb. Because remember... He, uh, Jericho was going around calling himself the 61 minute man yeah cause he was in there for the longest that year exactly I was like yo just have Jericho win cause first of all uh, Kevin Owens they, he had that, that good breakup with the festival well, of friendship I, I will say it, it, whoever won that year they would have to do the breakup storyline anyway cause they were both they both their challengers was in like was champions yeah so if Jericho would have won, he would have had to fight his friend. If Wyatt would have won, they would have had to break up. Or it would have won, they would have had to break up him and Wyatt. So either way, they would have to do the breakup angle, but they should have used it on uh, Jericho and, and uh, Jericho and KO. Yeah. Like, you know. Then they went on second. 
It, uh, oh, and the match went on. And without even the Universal Championship, because you know why? Because Goldberg destroyed Kevin Owens at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Goldberg and Lesnar don't need the Universal Championship. They don't. It did not. And, I, and honestly, that that, that would have been uh, a Owens and Jericho would have been a decent, a, a good, good enough match to promote and actually. Because Jericho, Jericho wouldn't mind putting Owens over. This is Jericho we're talking about here. Yeah, so, but I think he had checked out as well. Who Owens or, he, or Owens or Jericho? I think Jericho checked out when he was on second. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would have checked out too. No, what I'm saying, like the match was okay, but it wasn't like good. And people was like, "Oh, just Jericho still having that he went to New Japan and had great matches, and AEW having good matches." So I think he just checked out at that match. He was probably upset. Mm Hmm. So, yeah, so, well, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I like hearing that story because I was always like, "Yo, why didn't they do that? They just put the, the championship on Goldberg to get it back on Brock again." And I'm like, "But y'all could have, st- y'all could have had Jericho and KO K- K- but they, they end up fighting for the United States Championship." Mm-hmm. And I, and I was just like, "Man, this this story, this build that it, that they had was so rich that it it was going on for almost a year." The hold that they had with KO and Jericho, uh, it deserved to have that. that I think it went on over a year because I think just alone them two feet with Seth for a whole year. So, well, no, no, remember because it started in. Oh, oh wait, okay, damn, when, when did? Because remember, Kevin Owens decided to be Jericho's partner, joke, huh? <laughs> I said it was a joke. Oh, I was about to say. I, I was just thinking like him and. Him and uh, KO definitely feuded with Seven. It felt like it was like a whole year feud. Yeah, because they want they, they was in like all these matches together like over and over. I was like, my god! But it was like from like August, and I was just like, uh, that's that when they had a pay per view every two weeks. So it was like Raw, Raw pay per view, Raw, Raw pay per view, Raw, yeah, Raw pay per view. Exactly, exactly what it was. Because <laughs> that's when he teamed up with him to face Enzo and Cass at SummerSlam. And oh we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that whole storyline then, so it, it it was a rich storyline. The way it, it paid off with Jericho on the list, and he was just like, "Look, I know I wasn't gonna come back." And then, of course, they had the whole issue with the greatest Royal Rumble members would be Jericho versus Undertaker in the casket match. And he faced with Rusev, and then went back to Jericho, then went back to Rusev. Now, it was Rusev first. Oh, Rusev first, and then went to Jericho. I think Rusev, they had a fake headline. That's why they took Rusev out the match. But then they was like, oh, wait, the headline is fake. Okay, we're going to put Rusev back in the match. And then, you know, then they was like, well, damn, we still got to use Jericho. So I guess we'll just use him for the Royal Rumble, the greatest Rumble. Yeah, well, they also, um, Jericho also uh, had that match with Naito also. He he asked for permission with, uh, with Kenny Omega. But uh, mm-hmm. he went over there and did uh, a match with, with Naito also that pissed Vince McMahon off because he did two yeah, matches. He did, he did Naito and he did uh, Omega. I mean, he did Naito and he did Okada and he did another one after that, Evil. He, he did a lot of matches, actually. Now that I think about it, he did like five matches in Japan. Yeah. Because he had the title. He had the, the Intercontinental Championship for, for a while. Exactly. So then we... Uh, then it, it goes on to why he he left. Another story that I always hear all the time 
but what which is great is why he had a WCW and the whole Greenberg thing. You know about the Greenberg thing, right? Yep. Yeah. I, to me, that that is one of my favorite Chris Jericho stories because I remember, as much of a Goldberg fan I am, I remember when that whole thing happened. I was like, "Yo, I want to see Goldberg destroy Chris Jericho," and, and like he said, it would have been the greatest squash match ever. Because you are paying for Goldberg to come and beat the shit out of this guy. And uh he comes and he, he he's gonna he's gonna go do that. And like I said, Goldberg it's all it's all it's all it was, but just building up. But once again, Goldberg felt as though that he was uh beneath or he was he was above Chris Jericho. Because, you know, you had the Hogan's and stuff in his ear and all that stuff like that. So I felt as though that was an opportunity that was just wasted, in my personal opinion. They also talked about, which I never knew about, the saddest world title win when he first won the Undisputed Championship. Really? You never heard that story? I never heard that story before. I've heard that story about five times. This is the first the one when he was like, when he was like, I had, I had to get a hotel and I had to eat pizza by myself. The pizza was cold and and he dropped oh, the I pizza. Had to yeah, he dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, this night can't get no worse. And here it goes. Have you never seen uh, Jericho stand up? Or stand up? I ain't know Jericho did. I, only, only wrestler I know, wrestler that know how to do stand up is Mick Foley and Dolph Ziggler. Okay, so Jericho, well, it's not, it's not typically stand up. It's like he basically tells his stories, but he he tells it in stand up form. Okay, like, like he has the joke. He has a story, then a joke, and then the punchline. Uh huh. So I think you should, you should watch that because I think it make his stories more interesting. It's like also you heard, but just funny. <laughs> it's like basically like it's like Stone Cold telling the Garden story, but with more comedy. Oh, okay. So yeah, you know, I might I might might want to check that out. Just, Maybe they... an impression here and there. God, I, yeah, I, I was like, yo, I didn't know he said he was over here at Undertaker Talk, visit Undertaker Talk, like, you know, the, the company's going to trash, we put the, the belt on Chris Jericho, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. like, really, after he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night, yep. which, by the way, he ain't had a title that long anyway, because they, they took it off of him at WrestleMania. Yeah, but it's like, that run was terrible anyway, because he was... It was uh, the way he liked the show fair the show fair for Stephanie. Oh yeah, so he 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 was teamed with Stephanie. But first of all, mm-hmm. his his 2008 run with the title was better. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, then his 2001 run, run with the title. Uh, and I, uh, what was the other story that I, I liked that uh, that he was talking about? That um, was it the Shawn Michaels story? Yeah, the Shawn Michaels one with uh, the WrestleMania. Where he wrote out the bottom half, but he knew how it was going to start. And Sean wrote out the beginning, but he knew how it was going to end. And they kind of like put, put put them together to make the match. He said WrestleMania rehearsal only took ten minutes. I was like, Oh wait, no, okay, that's a different one. Oh my bad. Well, which, which, which one are you talking about? I thought the, the ladder match. Which one? Which one about, about the ladder match? No, he was just telling the story about how that's his favorite match, and he always loved the match. He he said the WrestleMania match is okay, but. He always loved that ladder match for the championship. Yeah, the one at No Mercy, right? Yep. And then they watched some of it. The one where literally he almost died. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> uh, 
No, remember when um Shawn Mike okay, so Jericho's climbing up for the ladder, right? And mm-hmm. you know how usually they, they tip it like they'll be in the front of you and the tip it so you can go backwards and then you know uh, the ladder will fall, you'll go to the ropes. Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels tips it from the other end of the, the side that Jericho's going up, and he's like near the top. So the ladder is mm-hmm. going forward while he's going forward with the ladder. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, how the hell do you brace your fall? You know, because you're going, you go there the opposite way, and then you, you go get on top for you. And he like caught himself on the ropes and then knocked himself out the ring. I was like, yo, because that could have been a catastrophe. Yeah, is that one? Is the other side where they were both hanging from the top of the belt, like literally hanging from the from the belt? Yeah, uh, from the ladder, and then the one where Sean almost get either almost gave him a concussion or did give him a concussion. When they were uh, on the ladder by the announce table, and they both crashed and shined all body, all the spot away, landed on Jericho's head. Yeah. So, yeah. so there was numerous times. Uh, <laughs> Should have told the story about when he punched his wife. Oh, about oh, when he punched. I said when he. I do remember the one you put. You punched his wife for um, real. That. Oh, that. That. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. uh yeah, the whole thing, like I said, I, I, I every now and then watch the Broken Skull sessions, and then, uh, you know, if it's it good, was the Randy Orton one was actually pretty good, also. Yeah, sometimes they just be too long, though. I mean, it's like when when he had Bret Hart on, I was like, damn, Bret Hart is sitting there just rambling about everybody that that can't work. I was like, oh. I love Bret, but Bret take himself too seriously sometimes. Well, you see this guy Seth Rollins, he hurts everybody he's in the ring with. Yeah, Oldberg almost killed me, man. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. I, I mean, he's just, right. He right though about the saying, but I he, 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 if, somebody he, almost, if somebody almost killed me and they still working, I would be the same way too. I but here's care. the thing, though he 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 claimed out his mouth that he forgave Goldberg. Well, he didn't forgive him enough. Yeah, but you, so can you, somebody, you, 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 you can't can forgive somebody and still not forget. And I'm like, okay, you know. This is wrestling. These these things these things happen. That's why like, I, I forgive you for kicking my head off, but then telling somebody else, "Hey, he got a kick, so be aware. Be don't look look out for that kick. If you kick your head off, for real." Oh, and yeah. I I don't see Goldberg doing a super kick no more because he can't get his leg up that high. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I seen that I seen that match with with, with, with that mayhem. Oh God! Remember, I don't remember, even remember. Damn! Remember that shit? WCW. Make sure you guys subscribe and get the pay per view for WCW Mayhem, which turned to a game, which just turned to just the worst thing <laughs> that ever could ever could have come out of that thing. Uh. So yeah, I, I, I'm curious. Did they say who's going to be on the next broker uh, on the next broker skull session or no? I don't, I don't recall them doing that, but speaking of Bret Hart, real quick, WWE, you know how like WWE posts like pictures, they both they post the pic, uh, videos on YouTube on different matches. Yeah, they got the nerve to post a WrestleMania match with Bret and Vince, as if that was good. They had to only post it because of the history. They had to because there's nothing else about that match is good. Like they randomly post different matches. Like they randomly, I think today posted like Undertaker and uh, look like I think it's Orlando Jordan, whatever. But they just randomly post different videos. 
Yeah, I just seen the Aegis post the Undertaker versus Great Khali at what Judgment Day the other day. And I was just like, why do I want to relive this match? Why don't y'all post like the Armageddon Fatal Four Way, Booker T versus Eddie Guerrero versus JBL? Because they want you to pay for that. Because <laughs> that was a good match. I like the Armageddon. Yeah, they, just, uh, they just posted Edge versus Undertaker at Judgment Day. Okay. Batista like, versus Edge at Judgment Day. All right. I guess this is the Judgment Day pay per view, but I'm just saying because, you know, backlash. Yeah, yes. I guess this is the Judgment Day. They posted a couple Judgment Day. Uh, because, yeah, because back then, Judgment Day used to be in May. Yeah, they undertaking Great Khali from Judgment Oh, my God. I told you, I said, from, <laughs> undertaking Great Khali from Judgment Day. Y'all mind, so just do Bobby Lashley versus the Big Bands and do Maga. Remember that match? Uh, I try not to. Yeah, this must be the Judgment Day. Uh, yeah, Eddie Guerrero versus Real Mysterio Judgment Day. Oh, they just all Judgment Day out. Oh, wait, nope. They got one that's not... They got Over the Limit. <laughs> oh, no. Remember, oh, I hate Over the Limit. And they got another Judgment Day. RVD and Rey Mysterio versus the Dudleys. I guess this is the Judgment Day month. Jeez. Judgment Day, Kevin Nash versus Triple H. Oh, my God. Oh, remember that matchup? Horrible. Which led to Hell to Cell, baby. Which le- which even further led to Sludgehammer uh, uh, Ladder Match. I was like, What? Judgment Day, Hardy versus Edge. Huh. Mm. So why are they posting all these Judgment Days as if they got Judgment Day coming up? Because May... Is something they didn't tell us about? Look, I, I don't know. I hope not. But uh, May is usually the, the Judgment Day pay-per-view because April is usually the backlash. But now since WrestleMania backlashes is, is in May and they probably going to do Money in the Bank in June, so... I guess. I was th- I was thinking about since, since we started doing the classic pay per view reviews again. I want to review mm-hmm. when, when you when you come back off your vacay. I want to review Backlash two thousand. I'm kind of worried about that. Let me let me let me see. Let me... Backlash two thousand because the way that you said that. No, Backlash two thousand was too was, was pretty good. Remember it was the Rock and Triple H. With Shane as the as the, the uh, special the special referee, actually I'm, I'm, I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going over the match card with you now. Because remember, this is when Stone Cold was trying to figure out what, 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 when he he was injured. He's going to come back. Let's see what, what we got. Edge E and C taking on these Degeneration next for the, the tag team titles. We got Dean Malenko taking on Sky Tri for the light heavyweight. Boss Man and Bull Buckeye, but Bull Buchanan taking on the APA. We have Crash Holly taking on Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Hardcore Holly, Perry Saturn, and Taz in a six pack hardcore match. Then we got Big Show t- takes on Kurt Angle. Remember, this is what the Big Show was doing all those. Uh, I'm going to be Hogan this week. I'm going to be Val Venus this week. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, and this is yeah, this is when he was coming out as Hogan, I think it was, or or the Bushwhacker, I don't know, it was against Kurt Angle. Even back then, two thousand, Big Show was trash. Yep, TNA going against the Dudley Boys. Then we have Eddie Guerrero taking on S.A. Rios for the European Championship. Then we had uh, Crispy taking on Jericho uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Hey, and then Jericho the- Hardy, sir. 
Man, look, I'll tell you, he could have a match with the broom. And then The Rock taking on Triple H uh, with Shane McMahon as referee. Remember he gave the double rock bomb through the table? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when Stone Cold's going to come back. Like, Yeah, so I was thinking about what we could do because I was like, I want to put some classics of Backlash up. And I was like, you know, why not Backlash 2000? Because I damn sure don't want to do Backlash 2001. You want to see Shane die? Well, you know what? Actually, Backlash 2001 wasn't that bad neither. Remember that's when they had the, the two-man power trip going against the Birds of Destruction? Mm-hmm. Then they had uh, the last man standing where Shane jumped from very, very high. And uh, they had the, the Duchess of Queensberry rules match in yeah. the, the, the ultimate submission. You know what? That what that was actually pretty... I may actually throw that one in there. I, I, 2002 is the one I didn't like. That's the one with too much had to put over Hogan. Oh, I hated that one. Tell me you remember that one. I mean, Hogan always has the win. Oh, Hogan Triple H. That was just that was just dumb. He had to put he had to put him over. That it did, yeah uh yeah so I I, I don't even want to touch backlash. 2002 so uh would you want to review some backlash uh with me when you come back yeah we can that'd be cool uh, as long as they got the little swingy things <laughs> at the rim. you mean that little uh swinging pendulum that they had yeah that thing was dope well I, look the, the, the ones i was thinking of was 2000 2001 2003 okay Oh, wait. 2003? That's the one with Booker T, Kevin Nash, and like Ric Flair is on teams or something? Uh, Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and Booker T taking on oh, Triple H. God. Ric Flair, Jericho. Ugh. Brock Lesnar versus Cena. Big Show versus Mysterio. Remember when he, he just put took this whole stretcher and slammed him against the, the uh, ring post? That was 2000? That's I mean, 2003. Damn, I thought that was 2006. No, and he, and he, was, and he just slammed him across there. I was like, that was crazy. I mean, honestly, I honestly, I thought, I always thought that was the night he uh, beat Floyd Mayweather. No, he, he slammed Mysterio to the post too? No, I'm saying I always thought that day was the same day when he slammed Mysterio to the post and he was like, I see Floyd Mayweather's here. I thought that was the same night. I don't know why. That Floyd Mayweather came out and punched him in the face. Yeah, Did no, he do that? Didn't they not do nothing with Mysterio that night? And then Flame Mayweather came out? Yeah, no. This was, that was 2003. Oh. And then Goldberg sure. versus The Rock. Okay. So, yeah, that's what... Uh, so, I did, you know, figure we could do those those backlashes because uh, a lot of other ones didn't, you know, I don't want to do too... Then you start going into the, the Raw exclusive backlash or the SmackDown exclusive backlash. I'm like, no. Nah. That's when, it, that's when it really got bad. But I, I, I want to definitely bring the classics back and then do the same thing for, like, money to bring. I, that, that's, that's my plan now since we actually finally put the classics up there. Okay. Yeah, so we, we could do our get back. All right, so let's just uh, finish out the podcast with the AEW Dynamite review. Uh, from cause, So here's the thing, everybody. Uh, the Wednesday Night War looks to be done obviously well I mean, it's, it is done but I was sitting there thinking like it's so much easier for me to review NXT and AEW on the same night 
So I was thinking about keeping it on this channel to keep it the, the, the format that we did have it. But I do have a partner in this, so I want to ask him. So part how in the future? Because right now I'm just going to review. Oh, it's definitely not up to me. Say what? I said it's definitely not up to me. But what do you feel? Do you, do you still feel comfortable? Otherwise, I'm saying, do you want to review NXT separate from AEW, or you want to just keep it, keep still keep those two together? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know how much longer I can even be watching NXT. I might not. I might even stop watching. I don't know. NXT's not that not that bad. It's not that bad, but I don't know. I just Raw is sometimes I be. I can I can understand you not want to watch Raw. Raw is is garbage. Come on, NXT just don't feel the same. Sometimes I just be like, ah, you know. I feel, but sometimes I be like, ah, they ain't try. You will still watch AEW though, right? Not every week. You you know, honestly, I think. We all do suffer from wrestling burnout because there's like literally wrestling every single day. Yeah, and then especially some of it is not bad. I mean, some of it is not good. Because now we like, got like you know they do have it on every day of the week. I'm not I'm not doing that. Yeah, like cause <laughs> we got Raw that's on uh, Mondays, and, and Raw is already you can't he can't even get through Raw. Then we have. NXT on Tuesdays now. Then we have AEW on Wednesdays. Then we have Impact on Thursdays now. Then and NXT UK if you watch this. Yeah. Then 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 SmackDown on Fridays. And I'm like, and then if it's a pay per view month or week, then we got that pay per view on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's literally wrestling every single every single day. But as of right now, I I, I want to review AEW because I want to give AEW the spotlight. Because I do enough WWE on this channel. Uh, so, you you ready? Yeah. Alright, so we get in. And uh, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, are talking about why they did what they did last week to John Moxley. And Matt Jackson is very simple. So they did it because their close friendship. You know, uh, he said, Moxley, thank you for pushing us over the edge. We are no longer... Just a club of friends throwing up hand gestures. We're a family that loves and hugs. And Don Callis, when someone is right about something, they're right. He said, and we've changed. I'm no longer content. Nick, uh, I think that it's time we brought back those old young bucks. But yeah, I think it's time that we show the world a new, better version of ourselves. So, how'd you feel about the promo? Or at least to open a segment that was backstage. I mean, it's all right. I'm not, I'm not too keen on it, but it's, it's okay for what happens later, I guess. For the reveal of the gear or, or whatever. I mean, do you feel as though that we're getting fatigued or we're getting tired of the Young Bucks? I don't think we're getting tired of them. I think their characters are not there it's just i don't know what it is it's like because i'm not tired of them i just wish that they would stop changing their characters every week like one week they're faced and the next week they're healed and then the next week they're facing the next week they don't know what they are and then they're healed and then they're face mm-hmm. because remember they was kicking shivani and they was breaking people's cell phones and then the next week they were just happy go lucky yeah. and then the next week they was uh kicking uh alex uh whatever the dude name is and then the next week they was they was they was happy again, so 
I don't know where they want to be. You're right. Uh, we get uh, Mike Tyson is here. He's going to be the special enforcer for the Jericho versus Scott Dawson or was it Dax Wheeler? Uh, I think it was Dash Dash Hardwood. Dash Hardwood. Match I mean up. Dax Hardwood. Dax Hardwood match. Uh, so but MJF comes up there and tries to uh you know, uh, change Mike Tyson's mind and try to give him a check. Tyson takes with the check, eats it, spits it at MJF. I was like, that's gross. <laughs> and I was like, well, that, 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 that's Tyson for you. So, you know, I'm, I'm so surprised MJF didn't say, well, at least I know how I, I somebody see didn't make an ear joke. I'm, I'm just surprised. Cause I think MJF truly don't want to get knocked out in real life. Cause I, I'm surprised. He, I would have said like, so that's how that ear felt or something. I don't know. Ooh. Because, look, Tyson don't care what camera looking. You piss him off, you know, that 50-something-year-old man can still can still hit. He is crazy yeah, like Well, that. yeah. He is still crazy like that. Uh, the AEW uh, Tag Team Champions, uh, the Young Bucks taking on uh, Death Triangle of Pac and Ray Phoenix. I still don't understand why it's not the Lucha Brothers and why it's Pac they, doing the they're tag trying team. To have, they're trying to have Pentagon go more singles than Phoenix and Pac as a team. Okay, but sure. They like they like the free bird rule of tag teams. It could be either one any given time. Yep, I understand that. Uh, this match was great. This match was was truly great. These t- these tag team matches that they always start off with with these guys are always going to be uh, good sh- uh, displays of what these gu- what these guys can do. And uh, Nick Jackson and and Mark uh, and Matt are playing more of the heel roles. Uh, so, oh God, what happened to the rest of this matchup? Because uh, he just took one dive. He took one big. I was like, "Ooh, is he gonna catch him?" He barely caught him, but he caught him. Oh, that's when he jumped out, jumped out on everybody. No, he just jumped out on uh, Nick. Oh like yeah, I do like remember that one. Paused in midair. Uh huh. I thought he wasn't gonna make it, but he made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then you know, Ray Phoenix got 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 the super kicks, and then Nick Jackson grabbed uh and pinned for for Ray Phoenix. And then and they, they took his mask off too. So yeah, it took it took the mask off. So you know what? It's, it's like the kryptonite. Once you take the Luchador's mask off, they can't do nothing. So there, mm-hmm. that, that was you know the end of the match. It was still <laughs> First thing I fell off a ladder one time because somebody took his. Mask. Took his mask off. Exactly. That was that money in the bank match. He took the mask off. He was like, ah, it just fell. I was, was it like, money in the bank or was it just? A, I thought it was just like a one. Whatever match it was, it was like. He was he took his mask off. Then they, he he jumped on another ladder, and then they just kicked the ladder. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was uh, it, it was a money in the bank match. Okay, so I remember it being like Dario. I remember Dario being the one to to kick him off the ladder. That was the one that Kane won, I believe. Okay. Yeah, because Kane was up there where he just took the mask off. Like he's like, oh no, 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 no! It can't be the one Kane won. It can't be. Well, I remember Kane being in that won. match. Well, it, I, only reason I say it can't be the one Kane won is because Kane cashed it in the same night against Mysterio. No, no. Well, wait, hold on. There was a one where Kerry Kane cashed it in on Chavo Girl for the ECW Championship. No, Kane. No, Kane only won the one money in the bank. 
he cashed in on, on Mysterio the same night he won it. Okay, that was 2010. I, yes. That, that was at my... There was... Wasn't there a match that came... Hold on. Okay, real quick. WrestleMania 24. It was Kane and Chavo. Yeah. For like eight seconds. Yeah, for ECW Championship, right? So, okay, so you're right. That wasn't the Money in the Bank thing. He just earned that match. I I, I, I think he won the Battle Royal earlier or something like that. Yeah, he won the Battle Royal. If you want to call it a Battle Royal, but he... The the job of Royal featuring Kane, he won that. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So, okay, yeah, you you make sense. Well, yeah, whatever which one it was, but yeah, uh, Mysterio was in that match, but somebody took it off. I don't know who it was, but he took it off and he fell off the ladder. So I remember that. Del Rio. Del, oh, it, oh, it could have been a Del Rio one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the number one ranked. I didn't know he was number one ranked. Adam Page uh, with the Dark Order backstage. Yeah, he's he been number one ranked for a while, but I think they're just waiting on. I think they're honestly waiting on fans to start pulling the trigger on him. I can understand that too, cause especially aren't, aren't they going to wait for Kenny Omega to win, win both belts? He's supposed to do that this weekend, isn't he? Yeah. Against Rich because the Rich Swan has no chance of winning that matchup. None. Yeah, no. Nah, not at all. And I'm like, y'all don't even need to build it up. Y'all could just, y'all, y'all could try, but I'm just like, but everybody knows who watch wrestling knows that Rich Swan got no chance of winning that matchup at all. Or holding the pressure, holding both both belts like that. Not happening, okay? <laughs> then last time he had a belt, they had to strip him. He didn't lose it. They had to strip it from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he ain't doing that. Uh, so it, it, like I said, I, I didn't get the chance to see uh, too much of what uh, they uh, uh, talked about. And then uh, Chris Jericho's back there with the inner circle talking to Tyson, and Tyson uh, he called Tyson to apologize because they were like, "You, you were rivals a couple months ago, but now, now y'all seem to be cool." But the Tyson said, "Look." Uh, I'm firm but fair and the best man around. I have respect for you. I'm happy to call you a friend, but I'm not going to take any sides. You mess about there, you possibly get knocked out again. So if y'all mm. remember the 2009 where Tyson knocked out, quotations, uh, Jericho on Raw, which I don't even want to take a, a, a pull punch from Mike Tyson. Well, yeah, but I'm, I, I kind of like how he's in it, though. I kind of like how he's in it and he's not clueless. Uh huh. You know how some some episodes where they've had the celebrity then the celebrity is just clueless. I'll show you. Well, well, well. <laughs> it's been more than it's been more than a few. What I'm saying, like they just had the, they just have the rest of us talking to celebrity and be like, uh, 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 uh yeah, yeah. Tyson's was like, hey, I'm not yet again. I, I'm be fair, but you know what to do. Like I, I just felt like that was good. That's good that when they bring people in that they're. They know what's going on. Even if they give them a script, at least they read the script good. Exactly. Just to, to stay within the parameters of what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here goes a match that's just done on TV, which I was like, I thought this was a rivalry. I thought this was actually going to be like uh, some story to it. And that's Jay Cargill taking on Red Velvet. No, they they, they uh, announced this match last week. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. I, I must. I must. I was like, why are y'all? Talk, they they stole a few. Why did y'all? You know, I mean, it's not it? a few. It's not a few. That's Cody's not in it. It's oh, Cody excuse rule book, me. You know, it's the Cody rule book. If Cody ain't in it when it started, then it's not a feud. It ain't a feud. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, Jade 
it is she is getting better. Like she she really has the potential to be something special in in uh, the women's division if they mm-hmm. keep building her up. I once again. I think she needs to really now. They probably telling her to stay on her feet and not take a bump because she's huge. But she, there's still more to the art of selling that she has to do. Yeah, but I mean, not to <clears throat> no. I'm putting me laugh. Not the red velvet though. <laughs> red velvet is good. I like red velvet. No, red velvet is good. Red velvet is like five three, five yeah. four. You mean to tell you? You want Jade to sell to somebody that's five two? You, you right. I mean, like he, uh, she should she she mostly should save her selling for like Nala Rose or somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can see look, that that could be the person Mickey James could go against to put her over. Like she could be just right there for the title. Then she fight Mickey, had a few with Mickey. Then she goes on to fight for the championship. Yeah, but I I I, I will say this: give Jay Cargill a year. With some intense training and some intense mic skills, she could be on the verge of being what Bianca Belair was in NXT. Yeah, and then I would say give her two years, and then she can start being in like you know major stuff for like pay per view stuff a day. I I really think she could be a huge asset to them in AEW. Yeah, especially from being built from the ground up because I don't think she she she's not a wrestler like at all. So they kind of building her from the ground up. Yeah. And like I said, I I could definitely see her being so athletic. Things just getting so much uh, better for her. So mm-hmm. uh, she goes and hits the the, the, the double underhook uh, grand slam to Red Velvet and beats Red Velvet. So uh, as we expected. So like I said, I don't I thought Red Velvet was was high on the ranking. So but she was like the number two woman on there. But this loss is probably gonna push her back some. Where's Big Swole? She's still sick. I don't think she was ever sick because she was in the crowd. Oh, she was in the crowd? Yeah. She's like, in the crowd every week. I was like, yo, can we like use Big Swole again? She's on she's on the other show. She's not on the main show. Oh, the the uh the the, the, evolu- the elevation show? Yeah, she's on Dark and she's on Elevation. Ugh. She got a uh her gears um oh my god. What's the movie? Oh my god, I forgot. What's the movie? At- Meteor Man, her gear is Meteor Man gear. Oh snap! Mm. That that should be kind of cool. Yeah, she wearing a Meteor Man. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Uh huh. Uh, well, it's just to just to throw it, like I said, because it's Red Velvet lost. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. I was mm-hmm. with with Tony Schiavone, and she said she's currently ranked the number three with a seven and one record, and she's going to be elevated to number two. Impossible. She- <laughs> How is Britt Baker winning every week? And it's still impossible. Number three. How do you win every week and you're still number three? I don't get it. First of all, you know that uh, unsanctioned match don't count. Obviously, even she still lost that though. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the, the, the loss don't count. But I'm saying so yeah. that she's won every week and still is number three. Yep, and I, I, I didn't even know how Red Velvet was number two. I was like, gotta watch Dark Brother. I was like, when the hell she become two? And I'm like, yeah, once again, that's just like, um, who's the dude that's number three? The dude that's number three that should not be number three. Uh, Ain't Max that black Caster. Guy, it? No, it's Max Caster. Caster. Oh, he's number three. Yeah, no, no, no. We 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 not doing this. Uh, 
Olympic medalist Anthony Ogogo, uh, called by coming out with QT Marshall and the Factory because we need another faction, right? I'm sorry. Look, much I like AEW, they starting to get a little too WCW heavy, bro. With with the factions, I kind of don't mind it if they're not putting people on TV. What you mean? Like some of these people don't make TV unless they come out with a faction, unless they they not on TV. But look who we got. We got this new factory. Then we got the Dark Order. Then we got the Pinnacle. Yeah, I the know they got 12 factions, but <laughs> I'm saying some of them don't even do nothing. They just come out with the interest and they leave. <laughs> like, that's why I don't care. So some of them, it just gave them some TV time. I guess, but it still reminded me of like uh, WCW when it was just like, if you weren't in WCW, the company, right? It was like you either got the NWO, the NWO Wolfpack, the Four Horsemen, the Raven, Ravens Flock, you know. So I was like, the LWO. I was like, wait, what the fuck is up with all these factions? And it was like, okay, then if you're not in any of those, you're in WCW. Like, okay, that's how I feel with AEW right now. If you're not with any of these, uh. He yeah, goes, it's not like all of them are successful, so they only got a few successful ones. So well, the successful that's, why ones I probably, from, that's why I don't care because some of them just a faction just just to be a faction. Oh, I'll tell you, exactly, I'll, tell you I'll tell you exactly who's a faction just to be a faction. Big Money Matt's faction. That whole Matt Hardy shit. Oh no, nah, I think no, nah, I think that's a. I think they're gonna use that. That that's not. I, what, I was talking what, about more private party in the in the, the butcher and the blade. You don't need that. Well, you don't need it, but I'm saying I don't mind it as much as like, like Peter Avalon has a faction for what? <laughs> uh, the 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 blonde whatever their name is, their faction for what? Griff Garrison and uh, that, that, Brian that's, 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 Jr. A, that's a tag. That's not a faction. No, they have another member. Their faction. Oh God. The Gun Club. Why are y'all even? Wrestling? Yeah. Why is the Gun Club? Oh, the Nightmare Family. Like. Well, I don't even think he got that family no more. I think now that's the factory. I think I don't know. I don't. I never thought the Nightmare Family was canon. I just thought they were just there. Like they're not like an actual faction. I don't think they are. Because no. if that's a faction, you got DDP in there. You got uh, Glacier in there. You got Glacier. <laughs> that's not. That's not. A, they, you don't want that faction. No, you don't. Uh, so. And they go go beat. Still can't believe they got Peter Avalon in charge of a faction. People. Like seriously, Peter Avalon, please. Yeah. He, he, he's the poor man's Damian Sandow. If that. So we we have uh, him going against Cole Carter. He got this little. I hate his finisher. The, the little gut punch that he do, which yeah, I have seen a literally over three hundred wrestlers do. But. I, he, he, his gimmick is because he's he's a real boxer and that's his real like yeah uh, fin, not his real finishing move in real life so I, I I guess that's I guess but it should it should have a something else to it uh huh it should have one it should be a good punch and then either a pin or they go down then he pin them it can't just be a good punch and then to stop the match it, exactly I, I'm like come on you can stop the match for something else I'm saying but the gut punch I was like uh it's gonna take me a while to warm up to that. Dax Harwood mm-hmm. takes on the, the demo guy, Chris Jericho, with Sammy Guevara, Mike Tyson on the outside. They have a pretty, a pretty decent matchup. Is uh, it weird that I like the all-black, though? For, for who? The inner circle. Y'all like that? 
They're all back in black. And then Mike Tyson messed it up. He got on white and he's, red. Because that's Mike Tyson. You know he's going to fuck this whole day up. <laughs> you know Mike it, with khaki shorts. So I'm like, can you be yeah. any more noticeable with, with, with white shell tops? Come on, bro. It's like, Mike, uh, we're, we are, our gimmick is that we're all back in black. Oh, I got you. Well, we're white and red and yellow is, is and that? whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got you, Cliff. I got you. So, uh, the match is actually pretty good between him and Dax Harwood. Uh, the whole time, uh, Cash Wheeler is trying to interject, and he has the baseball bat. And then Mike Tyson said, pull him down. He's just like, hey, get off there. He gets down, and like, hell, Mike, don't, don't hurt oh, me. Oh, you missed something. Oh, what what I, what I miss? I'm surprised you didn't see this. Did you not see Tully get pummeled in the back? I missed Tully. He got pummeled? Oh, my God. Oh, come on, man. I, I was watching just for Tully because when they all came out, Tully was just walking. Like, Tully was walking and looking, and nobody was punching him. And he was looking. Like, you know, like, he was just looking at the chaos. Uh-huh. They, was, they was fighting on this end. They was fighting on that end. Yeah. The Ortiz. No, was it? No, Santana. Was it Santana? The one that's not the stupid one. He was like, you just going to walk? All right. He just started punching. He just started punching Tully. Just <laughs> triple A punches. I'm like, yeah. Yo, I missed <laughs> yeah. that. I really did miss that. Oh, yeah. I was looking for it because as soon as they cut away, that's when Mike Tyson was was uh, talking to uh, the other member of uh, FTR. Yeah, because, yeah. And then that's when Sammy Guevara came out of nowhere and took down somebody else. But uh, he goes and gives him a, a, like, like a forearm to the face of Cash Wheeler. So mm-hmm. that was cool. And then... Uh, Jericho gives Dax Harwood a Judas effect and then wins the matchup. So, and then they all get in the ring and celebrate. And then he was just all like, "Hey, we're gonna let you know that Mike Tyson is like an honorary." Uh, 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 was it? Uh, uh, what do you call him? An official. He called him an official. Well, he called him a something else, but he said he's a member. It was a a, a colliery member of the inner circle, whatever the hell that means. Uh, I basically I think that just means he's just there for Tully. Yeah, because he better not be part of that blood and guts match. He better not. No, I think I think Tully's there, so he's there, just as a six man. Okay. A package airs about Thunder Rosa wanting the women's AEW Women's Championship and the NWA Women's Championship because she wants to take over the world. But then, speaking of the world, the the uh, the alien, the extraterrestrial, is back. Uh, Chris Statlander comes out with best friends of Orange Cassidy going against Amber Nova. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a, ter- that's a, mm. I wasn't getting women's division so bad. I don't even know who this jobber is, but okay. Uh, I mean, I follow her, so I know who she is. Okay. Well, uh, Chris Allen looks good. That's the finishing move. I forgot what it was called. Pins Amber Nova wins the matchup. Uh, Dasha interviews T- Taz backstage, and Taz uh, had her back from Christian Cage, and uh, it's been about a week, and then, of course, uh, Ricky starts was like, hold on. It took about a month to get Hobbs. No offense, Hobbs. But uh, it, it took about a month to get high, so we, what we still waiting for. So Taz says, look, me, uh, Hobbs, and um, his son going to go out there. And then, you know, say, you, you're too fired up in Cage. You stay back. You stay back, and we're going to try to get Christian Cage. Here's my thing. We, once again, Team Taz, another faction. If you're trying to get somebody over to your faction, but I'm like, you know, you, you, you berate them. You talk about how trash they are. And you you you, you want to get them so bad you coming after me? 
I never understood Team Taz's like recruitment. It's not like how MVP recruited for the hurt business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Taz started off recruiting people good. Well, not good, but he started off like, "Hey, Darby, you want to join my faction?" Faction. Darby said no. So then he he made a faction basically just to beat up Darby Allen. <laughs> that's the that's the only reason the Taz formed his factions to beat up Darby Allen. Yeah, and Christian Cage. Cause Christian Cage came out and said, "Well, we don't talk to the bad like businessmen, but since you're out here, the answer is no." So Will House comes in there, and then him and Christian start getting in the fight. Will House gets the better of him, beats down Christian. So we already foreshadowing Hobbs versus Christian Cage. And then they already announced it for next week. Yep. Now, me personally, Christian Cage being a veteran, I'll put over Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, not in this one, I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't? Not not in this faction, because if they're only, if he's still with the faction heavily, it's not going to do anything for him. Okay. I don't think. Because he's not even the first man in the faction, because Brian Cage. So you're going to have Christian Cage lose to the possibly third man in this faction because Ricky Starks is behind Brian Cage or Dennis Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, I'm just that's just my thinking. Well I understand it. That's like that's like Drew McIntyre losing to Cedric. And Cedric is like the third, possibly fourth man in the hurt business at the time. <laughs> okay. Are you, fine, okay, cool. So I mean we'll see that match next week. Uh, championship, TNT Championship match main event, Falls Count Anywhere, Big Money Matt takes on the TNT champion, Darby Allen. Uh, so Jim Ross, you know, put his thing down. Hardy is 28th year of wrestling, and Darby Allen is 28 years of age. Mm-hmm. So put it together. Uh, shows you how old he is. Um, the, the, the match is, is, is pretty good at the beginning, but then we get to the overbook mess. Because, uh, the HFO is, you know, Hardy's people. They start coming out to the ring to attack Darby Allen. But then, it's Sting! Here comes Sting coming down, and he's going to help out Darby Allen. And then, here comes Lance Archer. Lance Archer comes down, so him and Sting can have a whole stare down. And then, he starts te- they start tearing apart Private Party. I'm like, can y'all stop disposing a Private Party for your liking? I don't like it. Uh, he, he beat up Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, but then it... And then, they, they, they leave out. Sting tosses Darby Allen the baseball bat. And I was like, you know, sign of like, you know, get this job done. Uh, Matt Hardy hits a twist of fate in the chair, which we know should be the finish. But then Darby be. Allen kick, kicks out. It should be. It should be. You're right, but it's not. Uh, So... I'm like, the match is still going on? Okay, fine. Uh, then we go b- backstage to this table that Darby Allen, uh, or that Matt Hart puts Darby Allen on, goes up the ladder, does the safest leg drop through that leg, <laughs> do, do that, do, do the table off the ladder. Darby Allen still kicks out. And then we, there's another table that's, that's sitting out there on the stage that he, he throws Matt Hardy on, climbs up to, to this railing, uh, one, one of the beams is supporting the, the, the stage of the Titantron. Does the coffin drop off this beam through Matt Hardy through, uh, through the table and wins the matchup? How did you feel about it? I mean, I thought it was overbooked. 
and they should not have did the table the the chair spot because that is not a move that you do just to have somebody lose to. Exactly. First of all, you, you, that that is the move you don't kick out of. You, you kick out mm-hmm. of a regular twist of fate. That's fine, but you don't kick like that. That that kind of shit bothers me. It's kind of like you know when uh you you do a, a destroyer off the ladder through a table and you kick out at two, or like no, no. I'm sorry, but once again, yeah, that yeah that one was yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a crazy sale and all that, but I I don't. Yeah, I don't think that you should have kicked out of it. Uh-huh. That would have been my best move of the night, but then you kicked out of it, and that made it like my worst moment of the night because why would you kick out of a move that good? I get, I got you. That's like if uh, when Brian Cage hit the drill. <laughs> Brian Cage hit Darby with the drill clock on the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Don't kick out of that. Yeah, if you would have kicked out of that, I would probably not be watching the heat. Don't be right now. I say you can't, you can't kick out no drill call from the top. Bro. That's just, that's just, that is just ludicrous. Uh, so is AEW get, get get a thumbs up or a thumbs down from you this week? It gets a thumb in the middle. It gets a thumb, thumb in the middle because it wasn't bad. It was just like it was like just a reg. It was a typical average week. It wasn't like anything stands out. Uh huh. But it wasn't. But it wasn't bad. You're right. So uh, I'm gonna give it. I, I, I still give it a thumbs up for what it was. I say because uh, I've seen a lot of thumbs down wrestling in a while. So it's a good, refreshing show. But guys, that's going to end our podcast for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, us sitting here just shooting the shit. Uh, like I said, my man, my main man, Prime is going to be uh, going out handling some business. So for the next two weeks. Uh, you're either going to get me and Q-Flow, me and Lady Sketch, or me by myself. But Prime will be back in time for the dark side of the ring. I mean, if there's any yeah. earth, if there's really any earth-shattering news that he wants to call in, sure. But I, I don't think there will be. So, uh, yeah, he'll be back by May by, by time for dark side of the ring. So I'll be looking forward to that and everything. Make sure you guys check out the podcast on on spacesfully.com. You can check out their content on there, the Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu Pop Horror Show, and both sides, Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition stuff on there, the No Gimme Seen the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, Hip Hop Culture, and uh, Drunk, damn, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Balls Downs Podcast. Also, check out uh, us on all the podcast apps on uh, Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or App Google Podcasts also. And a little snippets on YouTube. Check out Prime Times, Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday, and the Prime Conversations. Have we done a Prime Conversations in a while? I did one like a month ago, but I'm gonna start doing more. I did one uh, with the grandson of Otis Williams, uh, but I will be doing more this upcoming week. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that should be pretty good. Whenever, whenever you uh, were ready for that, I would love to, uh, you know, uh, you know, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah to try to be, be up on that. Um, also, guys, you guys check out the Real Nerd Coalition dot com or Teespring slash Real Nerd Coalition to get your, your Nerd Coalition Studios merch or Level Up merch. We're gonna have a whole Mortal Kombat week this week, so make sure you guys stay tuned uh, for that. 
because the movie experience will be this weekend as we review the new Mortal Kombat movie coming out April 23rd. That's this Friday. I cannot wait to check this thing out. I hope this thing is good. Lord knows I hope this thing is good. So, you know, I'm I'm really, really excited about this joint. So, uh, that's really it for us. So, guys, so... Like, subscribe, and share, and check out the channel as well. So, once again, it's NCM Place to be Channel 20 Saying D, and not Deion Sands for Primetime. All right, y'all. All right, and Q Flow, we know where you at, California. Uh, take time <laughs> to take us out. <laughs>